572. We've been talking about the death of Christ. We've looked at the physical events that led to his death. We're now on the revelatory, that which happened but was not written in Matthew, Matthew, and John. And so, now let's go to our golden scripture from where we got the gold, and that is First Corinthians 15 from verse 1. And it says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you which also ye have received and wherein ye stand by which also you're saved if you keep in memory what i preached unto you unless you believed in vain and which Paul said to say you've not believed in vain because you believe in the resurrection from the dead then he added for i delivered unto you first of all that which i also received how the christ died for our sins according to the scriptures so we've been looking at how christ died we paused for a while and we looked at the birth of Christ in Luke chapter 1. And now we'll look 134 that says that Mary answered the angel and said, How can I be pregnant when I do not know a man? And she asked a relevant question and she was answered and she believed the word of God. So we said, How can this young girl among pots and pans? be able to receive the word such a startling message and a man like zacharias an aged priest who has been a priest for all his life who was standing in the temple amongst burning incense now tell the angel his response was now angel that is luke 1 18 give me a sign what you're saying is just too good to be true give me a sign that I can believe because I'm, I'm old and my, my wife is old. And so I said, how would you be able to receive the word of God? So we're, we're looking at how to be able to receive God's word. How to receive God's word. And not be like Zacharias, but be like Mary in the reception of God's word. Okay. So we took... um. Uh, um second uh, uh, corinthians 4 18 a very very important scripture on faith because that is the way you'll be able to receive from god when you do you receive by faith you do not receive by your senses a lot of people are trying to reach god but they are going to they're trying to reach god through their nervous system how are you going to receive god through your nervous system by what you see what you taste what you smell, what you feel, and what you can you hear. No, you are not going to receive God that way. It's not possible. Listen, God has given us the way to be able to receive Him. And He did that by giving us a revelation. A revelation called the Bible. A revelation called that is the only way you can receive from God when you hear god's word i'm waiting for an angel i'm waiting for thunder and lightning i'm waiting till the earth shakes oh sorry it will never be it will never happen that way that is not god's way of speaking to his children he's spoken in his word the bible and as i keep saying especially the new testament the epistles written there were written for the church of god for you the born again believer very very simple okay so we were in the previous episode i said to you that second corinthians 4 
18 says while we look not we we look not at the things which are seen while we look not at the things which are visible while we look not at the things which are seen but at the things which are not seen then it gives you the reason for the things that you can see are temporal and by this time you've been listening to me when i say temporal you should be shouting it you should be shouting you should be saying it with confidence that anything that is temporal means it is subject to change when it's we god says the thing is temporal what's the meaning it is subject to change what is visible what you can touch what you can feel what you can taste what you can smell what you can hear is what subject to change hallelujah so we get we are looking at the typical example of someone who encountered something which was subject to change and that was elisha's servant in second king six we met this young man and uh, um, Elisha had been giving information to the king of Egypt about the king of Syria. Syria wanted to take over Egypt, but there was someone who kept saying things to the king of Israel and making it difficult. So the king decided that he was coming to arrest Elisha in Dothan and sent horses, horsemen, chariots, footmen to go to Dothan and surround the city in order to arrest this man. And then a servant gets out to go out and runs back in and say, Master, and that's what we're looking at. Alas, what shall we do? What are we going to do about the situation when we have horses and chariots and horsemen and footmen and such a great host of an army waiting to capture just one man what are we going to do what are we going to do and i said to you that when i was on the mission field i also was faced with that same situation of horses and chariots and horsemen and footmen and the same question came to me what would you do because my children were going to school and i needed to pay one thousand dollars that was a 19 years ago imagine 19 years ago coughing up one thousand dollars for each child and there were three children on the mission field what are we going to do where is this money going to come from so i said i was thinking and thinking and but it became so bad that when i go to sleep i couldn't sleep you know, when, when you think and think and think like that, you become anxious. You get uh, tremors. You get uh, palpitations. You get your mind overworking. People go into depression. Some even contemplate suicide. A lot of things happen to a man when you are just thinking and thinking and trying to, we say, we say it's, I'm trying to wrap my mind up. Listen, your mind was not made to wrap it around uh, 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 such thoughts you will only be anxious and god talks and wants to say be anxious for nothing anxiety kills anxiety gives you hypertension anxiety uh, uh, gives you uh, arthritis anxiety is not good for the heart it's not good for the heart it is wrong so he says be anxious for nothing we say hey if i'm not anxious if I don't think about it, who else will think about it for me? 
I have, I have my life before me. If I'm not anxious, who will be anxious if I don't? Listen, God can say that because it says in heaven. Oh, no, 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 no. You are going the wrong way. To think like that is to go the wrong way. Uh, all those who are saying, I, can't, I shouldn't be anxious, but who, 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 who will be anxious about my children? Who will be anxious about what concerns me? This is about my husband. This is about my relationship. This is about the man who wants to marry me. This is about the baby I need in my marriage. Do you know how many years I've been married? This is about my business. This, listen, listen. God says, be anxious for nothing be anxious because your anxiety will not add one little hair to your head anxiety will not add anything to you anxiety subtracts anxiety subtracts it subtracts anxiety doesn't add anxiety doesn't add and god says don't be anxious i've got a solution for you you're so blessed 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 come back for more